Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rethinking Rehab with Dr. Shane Smith. I'm a licensed physical therapist practicing out of Naples, Florida, and have been treating patients in the orthopedic and neurologic patient populations for the last 10 years. My goal with physical therapy is to help people think differently and view themselves slightly differently than they did before due to an injury. Today's topic of conversation is one of interest for a lot of people out there, especially if you've dealt with anything hurting very badly uh, that wasn't easily alleviating with a position change or doing something differently with your body to alleviate the discomfort. And let's talk about a, a medication out there that many people have heard of, many people know of somebody that's had this before, maybe yourself is included, and that's cortisone. So what's up with cortisone? Many of you may know of this medication, have heard of it used before, know that it helps with general pain and inflammation, and you wouldn't be wrong if those are the things you know about cortisone. So cortisone is a type of corticosteroid. It is a steroid medication designed to help relieve pain, swelling, and, and irritation in specific areas of our body. The most commonly injected areas with corticosteroids or uh, cortisone for that matter would be our joints. So it can be small joints, it can be a joint in your finger like your thumb, can be a larger joint like a knee or a shoulder that gets injected with this medication. And for many people that I talk to, they assume it to just be something non-problematic, just a perfect internal band-aid to help with pain and alleviate other issues when they present themselves. But that may not be the full picture of what cortisone really is and what does it really do to our body. So, you know, some of the common things I have treated patients with that go cortisone shot that I feel is very positive for them. So before we go down this whole road of what's negative, why you shouldn't be doing it, there are some positives to cortisone. I'm not going to try to pretend like this medication out there has done nothing but damage and terrible things for every single person that's uh injected or consumed it, it does help a lot of people out there. But because it helps people so quickly, is it overprescribed? And I think that is an absolute yes. I think cortisone is gone to by many doctors, whether it be general practitioners, pain management doctors, orthopedic doctors, because it's effective. Now, the problem with its effectiveness is it doesn't always translate to functional improvements and returning to your normal lifestyle because of the shot. And that's one big point I want to talk about in this podcast, that just because it helps doesn't mean it's the right thing for you at the right time. Um, so with cortisone, when do I think it is appropriate? So cortisone shots or corticosteroids can be really great for swelling, pain, and reducing inflammation, specifically in joints. You can use it for tendonitis, so tendons that are inflamed, it can be beneficial for as well. You can also look at positive effects of this for uh, bursas and other inflamed fluid sacs of the body. However, you've got to think about when's the right time to give these shots for these problems. So let's say you are wanting to decorate your house for Christmas. We're in the month of December. You feel that this year is the year we're gonna really kind of bring the Christmas spirit home. Maybe you want your kids to feel a little bit more jovial around Christmas. Maybe you watched a Christmas movie recently with uh, more of those coming on the television and you kind of felt like, you know, if Clark Griswold can get up there and 
put 10,000 lights on the roof of his house. Well, by golly, I can put a few on the edge of my roof this year. And you decide to get up and start putting some lights up. And, and in doing this task, your knee starts swelling and starts to get really, really angry at all the up and down movement on the stair, on the, on the ladder. You would not be wrong to go get a cortisone shot for this kind of irritation. You're doing something you normally don't do, which caused a lot of swelling, pain, and inflammation around the joint. You wouldn't be wrong at getting a shot to calm all that down, as long as you don't intend to go back up on that ladder and start doing repetitive activities that your body's not physically ready to do just yet. That would be an okay reason to use a corticosteroid. Another example I'll give you with a shoulder. I had a patient that was repainting their nursery before their second child was born. And they really wanted to make it a color that was going to be closer to the gender. I think it was a little girl and they wanted this like lighter yellow colored room for her before her due date. So my patient and his wife started painting and after the first color of paint, they could still see the back color, the original taupe that it was before. So they continued painting two more layers of paint on the original. And by the time the third layer of yellow paint went up, it was heavy enough that you could no longer see the other color on the walls. Success in the painting venture, failure in how much inflammation and pain this person had with raising his arm overhead. His work-related task required him to reach and grab things up at high shelves wasn't able to do that because of the severity of pain with all the painting it did over the weekend. That individual got a cortisone shot within 72 hours, was completely back to normal. Those situations I've just described are not bad examples for using corticosteroids. If you're doing something totally out of the realm of normal and it irritates and inflames a joint that you may or may not have problems previously with, it's not bad to try to use that to control some of the pain, inflammation, and swelling. However, the situation I see so commonly used with steroids that is completely wrong is the, the chronic every three to four months, I need another shot. When I hear patients tell me that they have 22 days left until they can get their next uh, steroid injection, I know I've got a whole hell of a lot of work to do with this person because they're missing the big picture on the intent of the shot and what it actually is doing. So let's go into that a little bit before I explain why these people that get shots regularly are doing something so wrong for their body. When we look at cortisone or corticosteroid, it is a lab-made molecule that is trying to mimic a hormone we produce naturally in our body called cortisol. This hormone is made by your adrenal glands, which sit right on top of your kidneys. And the adrenal glands producing cortisol use it to help with various inflammatory processes and other aspects of things that go on in our body. For a conversation's sake right now, what cortisol does is it helps and binds to inflammatory cells that will mitigate themselves into an area like a shoulder joint, a knee joint, some of these areas we're talking about where pain is present. Sometimes it can be in a tendon if there's repetitive movement task and you've inflamed the tendon for the muscle. And what these cortisol molecules will do is they will start to slow and stop the inflammatory process. They will bind to inflammatory cells to stop releasing histamine. That reduces the ability for vasodilation. If you limit the ability for the body to dilate vessels and increase blood flow into an area, 
you will also decrease swelling and inflammatory processes. If you slow down inflammatory processes and limit how much increased blood flow can get to an injured area, guess what? That area doesn't feel so injured anymore. So some of the initial pains we get from overuse or activity are inflammatory pains. But part of that inflammation is needed for proper healing. If we don't heal properly from activities that are challenging on ourselves, how do we get better overall? So inflammation is not a bad thing. It's actually something we need for normal healing processes to work how they're supposed to. So if we're going to inject cortisone, which is a lab-made molecule mimicking cortisol, which is naturally produced in our body, to do all the processes that cortisol do, i.e. slow and limit inflammation or inflammatory responses to an area, all that pain and inflammation from that injury go away real quick. And that's what makes it all feel so great. That's why after getting cortisone shot, many people the next day or two days later will feel like they haven't in so long. They feel so wonderful. They can move. They can do what they want. There's no pain anymore. They feel everything has been fixed when that's the big fallacy. Absolutely nothing has been fixed in there. The only thing that's happened is you've metabolically shut down the processing for healing and thus limited the pain felt with healing. So this is what becomes really interesting in research. When we start going down this rabbit hole of cortisone shots versus non-cortisone shots in various research studies, there tends to be a commonality that occurs throughout what you're doing in terms of assessing with the research. So I'll give you one prime example I read uh, a couple weeks ago. So it was a corticosteroid injection treatment versus non-steroid injection treatment for tennis elbow. Now, tennis elbow is a flexor tendon in your elbow that gets inflamed from overuse. Typically, when we swing a tennis racket, repetitively we irritate um, tendinous attachments on the bone. It can get inflamed if it's not used to doing that repetitive task over and over and over and can cause pain and inflammation. So this study took people and split them in two groups. Half of you guys are going to get cortisone shots. Half of you aren't going to get cortisone shots. The group that received cortisone shots had much better short-term pain relief and the feeling of returning to function must much faster. However, what occurred after the initial return was a substantial increase in discomfort and a delayed healing rate as well. And would we be any bit surprised that it didn't last and it slowed healing? If we just talked about what cortisol does naturally for inflammation, cortisone that's synthetically made to mimic what cortisol does, is going to have the same situation occur with it. Temporarily, right now, the swelling decreases, the pain level decreases, I can move my shoulder, I can move my elbow, I can bend and, and grip things without pain until that medicine wears off. And once that medicine wears off and all those inflammatory processes get to start back up again, it's going to start up with a vengeance because all that time period you thought everything's good, I'm back to normal, let's get back to everyday life, you are wrecking that joint up severely because it's not fixed in there. The things that were problematic before are going to continue to stay problematic. The difference is once that shot wears off, you have continued to piss it off for a period of time. Now it's going to call in the big guns for fixing it. 
not to mention with cortisone. One of the unfortunate side effects of this medication with its positive inflammatory responses are that it causes uh, connective tissue breakdown. So cartilage and other connective tissues that make up our tendons weaken and become less tensile strong. What does that mean? So let's go back to the shoulder because this one makes sense for tendons. I have a tendonitis. There is a tendon of my rotator cuff. So one of the muscles that makes up my muscle support system, we can refer to it as for your rotator cuff, uh, is irritated inflamed. So that tendon, which is just a piece of tissue that connects a muscle to a bone, that's what a tendon is. If it gets inflamed from overuse or being used in the inappropriate positioning, it can get inflamed. So a rotator cuff tendon gets inflamed. Any certain movements with the shoulder are now painful. Sometimes it can become so inflamed that no movements needed. It just hurts all the time and you get a cortisone shot. Well, what you've done is you've stopped all the metabolic cortisol processes. You have binded cortisone to your inflammatory cells that are intending to try to heal you and told them y'all need to stop and go on vacation for a while and let this place burn while you're on vacation. And when they finally come back and start trying to do their job once the medication has worn off, it is an absolute dumpster fire in that shoulder. And what also will occur is with that medicine sitting there, stopping inflammatory cells from doing their job of healing, you also denature and weaken the connective tissue in your tendon. Now you're set up with severe pain and a much, likely, a much greater likelihood of tearing that tendon requiring surgery. So this is where people go wrong, is they think because it temporarily feels better, everything's fixed, I can get back to normal and I don't have to do anything else now. It's all good, I should have gotten that shot sooner than I did. And that's just a total big lie your body is under the assumption of based on how it feels. And that's why the side effects for cortisone shots are so severe. You can have, you can have cartilage damage. You can have death of bone. You can have various short-term pain worsenings. You can have increase in blood sugar. You can have weakening or tendon rupture. You can have osteoporosis worsening. You can have thinness of skin near the injection site. You can also have death of bone or an infection near the in injection site. And that's all related to your inflammation, inflammatory response being suppressed, i.e. your immune system being suppressed, as well as a further connective collagen breakdown of your cartilage and or tendons, which sets you up for big disasters. Also another layer with the research on cortisone shots is that when you feel good immediately, right after getting a shot, you think everything's been fixed and you don't need to go further with any exercises or any rehab-based issues. So back to the shoulder with inflammation. The painter, painting those walls yellow. Three coats of paint needed in a weekend to get the, the, the beige out of the walls. There is a repetitive overhead movement over and over and over again to paint. That repetitive movement inflamed a tendon in this individual's shoulder. He gets a shot for it, feels so much greater, so much better, as long as it was the painting that did it, not a weakness in his shoulder or a postural malalignment. You know, some people have rounded forward head shoulder postures, which are just not good for shoulder impingement. If his issue is solely the painting, the shot will do fine with fixing him. If his issues are poor scapular positioning, 
poor posture and a weak rotator cuff, that shot's going to set him up for disaster going down the road if he does anything else repetitive overhead. So that's where the physical therapy side of this whole discussion comes into play. If your shoulder or your knee or whatever joint is inflamed and is trying to heal, if we can promote strengthening and stabilization to that joint, which is what it really needs to heal long term, as well as reduce some of the inflammatory responses or reduce some of the severity of pain from inflammatory responses, that's our ideal treatment uh, combination right there. And I personally feel the better option than going cortisone shots for these kind of inflammatory problems is let's try to do some electro dry needling. Electro dry needling is shown in research to have equal benefits to cortisone as well as no negative effects on the actual tissues themselves in terms of you know the, the the breakdown of them that the medicine does so you will have a reduction of pain you'll have a reduction in swelling and improvement in motion with electro dry needling or cold laser therapy but you won't have the concerns about did i just do too much you know three to four shots a year is the max orthos will give a joint because they know if they go over four shots a year there is a very, very strong chance that joint is going to be totally broken down because of all of that medicine disrupting all of the important tissues that need to be in there. That's the part that you must think about with your cortisone shot. If you are one that decides to get one for whatever is ailing you, maybe you have tried heat ice, maybe you have tried dry needling, maybe you have tried traditional therapy and the severity of the pain is so bothersome that you can't sleep, you can't live like that, okay. I understand that. Get a shot once, see if that can reduce the overall severity of discomfort enough to allow you to get into a proper rehab program. Because with the tennis elbow I talked about earlier, cortisone versus non-cortisone. Cortisone was better temporarily with pain and movement, but long-term they did not heal right and they dealt with chronic issues a year after the initial injury. Does that sound like a winning recipe? Could you imagine if your doctor told you that, oh, your elbow's hurting from playing too much pickleball? I'm really sorry about that. We can give you a cortisone shot. You're going to feel great for the next, you know, three to four weeks, and then it's going to wear off, and for the next year plus, you're going to deal with a chronic ailing issue. Does that sound like something you'd like to do? Damn sure doesn't sound like something I'd like to do. I'd much rather be told, all right, we get it. It, it hurts. I understand. I understand where you're at with some of your issues right now. It, it's going to take a little time for this to fully heal, and if we get it to naturally do what it's supposed to, it will always be good going forward. So I would much rather deal with two months, one to two months of progressive improvement, but not quick fix overnights, knowing it's fixed long term, as opposed to getting a quick fix overnight, feeling great for a month, delusionally thinking all my issues are gone, I don't need to do anything else for this, and getting walloped in the face a month or two later with worsening pain than you had before, and a complete fear of what do I do now since this didn't work. I feel like many people that go down the cortisone shot don't know this about it, and they don't understand why after they get a shot they feel so much better, but then it wears off. It's all to do with stopping your natural healing processes, and if we can allow those natural healing processes to take place under controlled circumstances with proper corrective exercises and proper corrective activities, that's the real mojo with getting over an injury. If you don't address why I got hurt to begin with and do things to prevent that from occurring in the future, it's going to be a constant chronic re, uh, reoccurring cycle. As well as if you don't stretch and deal with tissues that aren't in proper positioning, whether they be too weak to handle something, whether it be too tight to move a certain way that's needed, 
those are all your big underlying issues that have to be addressed that will not be fixed with just cortisone itself. So I hope you found this one interesting. My final take, cortisone, steroid shots, I'm okay with them if you've just done something acutely that you normally don't do. I just ran a half marathon and I've never ran more than two miles in my life and my foot is killing me. Okay, I get it. Get the shot, get yourself out of pain. But once you're feeling better, you need to look at what can I do correctively going forward, whether it be stretching, whether it be training better, whether it be strengthening weak areas that I have and take that longer rehabilitation approach to correcting issues as opposed to living life on the edge of your seat and just assuming I'll just keep rocking and rolling until pain starts and then inject it and it will all be better. Because I promise you that is a recipe for disaster and surgery will be in your future and that surgeon that's giving you that injection over the last few years, he knows deep down too, you're going to be a surgery patient in his soon enough. Have a great day everyone. I hope you found this podcast interesting. Keep moving, keep grooving, and have a good day everyone.